Minutes, we talk politics. Bryce Edwards, thank you for joining us. And Bryce, first up, how strategic and orchestrated do you think Nationals' behaviour was in trying to make Trevor Mallard look bad and trying to make him look biased? Oh, I think it's a mixture of uh, genuineness. They are authentically upset about Mallard as speaker, but they are hamming it up as well. They know that um, they have got Mallard in a difficult position here and that they are undermining him. And, um, you know, because Parliament is the main part, you know, these question time debates in particular are the main times that we see on the six o'clock news um, how well the opposition and government are performing. It does make a crucial difference with if the speaker is impartial, is fair to the opposition, etc. And they are really pushing him to be a bit more, uh, well, impartial. So I, I think it's good on in a, in a sense. Uh, why not? And um, Mallard is, of course, um, an unusual um, speaker. You know, he comes as a kind of a parliamentary He got in a, so, a punch-up with Tol Henry. Oh, literally, that's right. I he's mean, this is, a he's a two-fisted yeah. bruiser, Bryce. That's right. So, you know, <laughs> Parliament should be a place where we have brawlers as well. In fact, one of my main complaints about Parliament these days is there's not enough brawling. And I don't mean the physical stuff. I just mean there should be a bit of name calling from time to time. Yeah, no, but a bit of aggression. And I, I think we get a bit too carried away with um, you know, all this idea that we should have unparliamentary language and there should be certain words we can't use and um, there's all this old-fashioned etiquette mm. about um, and I think you know Parliament should be a bit more like you know a good old-fashioned bar room actually where you know people kind of get to say what they really think and it's it's more real to people that way and there should be aggression between politicians there should be um, you know real strong views so I think some of the no complaints about, you know, the opposition called me this or, the, you know, the government called me that is a bit overblown and uh, so, so it, we'll put, just get on with it. Bryce, I want to put uh, a certain phrase through the uh, Bryce Edwards uh, offensive-ometer. That phrase is stupid little girl, allegedly uh, uttered by uh, the opposition about Prime Minister Ardern. What do you reckon, between 1 to 10, how offensive is it? Well, I think Heather DePlessy-Allen, her column today, she said it was one of the most offensive things you could say. So I think she was putting it at about 8 or 9 or 10. And I think it's probably more like 6. Um, I don't know. I've heard much worse than that in politics. And I, I mean, I, I would condemn it, and I think it's a silly thing to say, but um, it's, it's not, um, I don't think, that Jacinda Ardern would have been particularly offended by it or particularly hurt Well, maybe, by it. maybe it's a 10 on the patronising scale, but it's a 6 oh, on the offence scale. Mm. Yeah, but we expect our politicians to be patronising. and um, So, no, I, I don't really rate it. it seems, okay. I don't think it's going to be a, a big chapter in the history of New Zealand Parliament at all. It's, no, it's pretty pathetic. I OK, think. let's move on to Susan DeVoy and what's happening with her position as race relations conciliator, um, but then also the Human Rights Commission and the upheaval there. Oh, look, this whole agency, the Human Rights Commission, is one of the weirdest 
agencies and amongst government, you know, departments and so forth. You know, you have to remember what it's there for. It's to tell us off. It's to police us and tell us we're being sexist and racist and bigoted. So it's quite an unusual uh, thing. And I don't get a sense that, you know, most New Zealanders would think that highly of the Human Rights Commission because it's become so interventionist in recent years. And it kind of mirrors or parallels this kind of increasing, uh, I don't know, a lot of people are more and more calling out racism and sexism, and sometimes that's good, but when it's kind of just thrown around at everyone, and I think the Human Rights Commission are a bit too eager to tell us off all the time, and they even kind of go into the political realm sometimes. So at the last election, for example, uh, Susan DeVoy started telling off Winston Peters and said, I'll be watching you. If you start talking about immigration in a bad way, we will condemn you. And I thought that was totally inappropriate for uh, a government bureaucrat to come in to the election campaign like that. And so I guess I'm saying I'm not a big fan of the Human Rights Commission, and I think it probably needs a big rethink about, rather than just a little bit of reform, which is on the cards now, really do we need the Human Rights Commission? Yeah, look, I, t- I totally agree. I think it, I think it's in a lot of trouble, Bryce, in the sense that... Um Susan Devoy leaves and she calls for others to leave. They've got that um, the, the, the groping scandal where someone is accused of having groped an intern at a party. So it's almost as if the Human Rights Commission can't even apply human rights within itself, yet they're quite happy to spray the mud around uh, to others uh, whom they say uh, transgress this, uh, this, this code that, uh, that they want to enforce. Yes, actually, it reminds me of um, quite a different situation. It's those, it reminds me of those morally, socially conservative politicians that preach, you know, about morals, and then you find out that the politician has been having affairs, and, you know, oh, you know, it's that height of hypocrisy. It's good old-fashioned it's hypocrisy. The same thing. Well, yeah, in, in, in Susan DeVoy's defence, she is saying essentially precisely that, that, that they completely let down their own staff, and in the case, it was an intern who was apparently or, or allegedly groped. I don't even know if we have to say allegedly yeah. because because the person was disciplined for it and they kept their job. But there are three staff at the commission who have been investigated for sexual harassment, and that goes back the past five years. If we move on to what's happened in Ireland with the yes vote to a relaxation in Ireland's abortion laws, how surprised were you, Bryce, that it's gone as high as, I think, 66 0.6% voted for yes to relax those laws. Look, I'm completely unsurprised by this because, you know, this was kind of a modernisation referendum. And we always, I don't know, a lot of people seem, seem to think of Ireland as being backward and conservative and ruled over by the Catholic Church. But I think that's just a really outdated idea. And this referendum just showed people reality that the church doesn't really have this power like it used to and that um, Ireland's this really modern, liberal, progressive country. And so, no, not a surprise at all. In fact, you know, in some ways they're ahead of New Zealand now because, you know, it looks like they're going to have these more reformed abortion laws. And if you look at New Zealand, we still technically have very conservative uh, abortion laws. I think in practice they're kind of operated more liberally, but on the books at least. Um, you know, it looks like, well, it's a crime to have an abortion, essentially, unless you follow certain procedures. So, no, we're, we're seeing here that throughout the world, in fact, um, you know, referendums are showing the progressive nature of people. 
And I, I think that's a good reminder because uh, I guess in politics and especially, we often hear referendums being put down. Oh, they deliver things like Brexit and, you know, the people just vote for people like Trump. But no, the people are very intelligent and they have come to the right decision, I believe, in this referendum. I am t- Bryce. I could oh. not disagree with you more. And I guess I just I just want okay. I just I just want to I just want to lay it out because um, I I don't really and I'll just sort of, I've got a sort of an argument here. What what the position in Ireland was was that the legal rights of um, unborn kids were on the same level as the rights of uh, of the rights of women. So I don't understand how to retract the rights of one group, particularly a defenceless group, yep. uh, is 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 at all progressive. I think it's regressive, and I think it's the sign of an upside down world where cruelty is painted as kindness and brutality is given the name of compassion. Now I say this because. My birth mother, 15 years old, um, still at school, no access to abortion. She was yeah. forced to have me, and I love being alive, and I just wish that that love would be extended to all inconvenient fetuses, or as I prefer to call them, little lovely babies. No, I understand your point of view, absolutely. Um, in fact, of course, what's happened in Ireland doesn't actually mean that abortion's about to become legal. It's, it's like you say, it's that constitutional issue because it was actually put into the Constitution that uh, abortion can't happen, essentially. So Parliament, as I understand it, still have to make that decision about whether um, to make it um, more liberal. But, yeah, I I don't know, it's a big debate, and it polarises society. Um, What's interesting is in New Zealand, it hasn't really been that polarising for a number of years, but that debate is creeping back in about whether it should be more conservative or more liberal. And I foresee that this referendum in Ireland is now going to push that debate a bit more in New Zealand now to happen. Yeah, and Bryce, I'd be on the same page as you as that one. Tim and I normally don't. Um, debate abortion too much on the radio because it's, it. it's, it's not as much fun as you think funnily enough but 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 for me being on the same page as you i mean it's things like the current law in, in ireland uh the law which may be overturned as a result of this referendum that abortion is not allowed even in cases of rape of incest of fatal fetal abnormality and that the number of irish women who have gone to europe and and the shame that that's brought them as they've had to leave their own country. So, I mean, I think the main thing is that the relaxation of abortion laws doesn't necessarily equate to thinking abortion isn't extremely serious or even something that you're personally opposed to. And for many, it just means that you no longer want it to be illegal for others. Um, but um, why don't we, we state our go. positions? There let's, we go. Uh, we've let's, let's keep, let's keep <laughs> NCEA. moving on. NCEA. So what do you think about this one, Bryce, that there could be a change for level one NCA, which if you don't have kids in school, um, if it's been a long yeah. time since you were in school, that, that means fifth form, maybe not so much the exams, working more on projects. How much is that the change in emphasis being proposed? Look, it's difficult for me to comment. I'm of, I'm in my 40s, so I'm in that age where I don't really understand what NCA is. It used to be school search for me, and my kids aren't quite old enough to be in that uh, that part of the system yet. But it does all sound, everything I'm hearing from Minister Hipkins does sound quite progressive in my view, and it, it sounds like um, uh, this is the sort of thing that he loves you know, dealing with, and Chris Hipkins, I believe, is one of the better ministers in this government because his subject area is really close to his heart. He knows it all. He's been dealing with education issues since he's been really young. Um, and he's applying some of these ideas that he's been thinking about for a long time. He's giving every part of the system a bit of a shake-up. So, no, this seems like a really good uh, reform to me. I love that you preface your remarks, Bryce, with saying, well, actually... I don't know. I'm not sure. It's like it's a long time ago. I like an expert 
who says, actually, I'm not an expert, but here's my gut feeling. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure there are some of those. They just didn't admit it. Hey, Bryce, thank you very much for joining us.